0: This is the Iowa State Athletics SideCast. The SideCast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any VanWall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors which have the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. Hi, I'm John Walters. Today's SideCast is a visit with Eric Heft and Ben Bruns. Our weekly preview of Iowa State's football game as they get ready to play a big one this Saturday night at home against the Baylor Bears. Iowa State trying to get to 5-1 and one in Big 12 conference play and keep at least a share of first place in the Big 12 conference. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Eric Keft and Ben Bruns. Well, as we look ahead to this weekend's game with Baylor, guys, uh, this is a, a Baylor team that made the championship game of the, the Big 12 a year ago. And obviously, they lost a lot of guys off that team, but there's a lot of guys back. and. I just feel like they kind of haven't found their way yet. But, uh, you know, I think they're dangerous in that they could. But I I expect Iowa State to play well on Saturday. Well, I do too. And I I don't know what to quite expect from Baylor. I mean,
1: they have talent. There's no question. They have speed. You know, just about everywhere across the board. I, I would say of, of the Big 12 teams, they, they've probably been uh, the most COVID-impaired, if you will, just by the nature of what's happened. They had no non-conference game. They had one of their regular season games postponed. Uh, they've only played four games. You know, And with a new coach, uh, I, I think they've kind of had a hard time or having a hard time finding their way. But that doesn't mean that they can't. And I think that's that's going to be the real challenge for them going forward And for Iowa State on Saturday night, we don't really know quite what to expect. But I think the main thing is, from a Cyclone standpoint, you need to play well. You need to take care of what you can take care of. And I think everything will work out.
2: Yeah, that's that's where I was headed, Eric. I, I think that's a great point. Iowa State, you know, having an opportunity, again, to play a team that is a little bit on the ropes. And, you know, Baylor doesn't run it very well. You know, you want to talk about a recipe for disaster against Iowa State, not be able to run the football effectively. And, and Iowa State's so good at stopping the run against teams that do run it effectively. And you come into a game and, and you know, Baylor's averaging 79 yards on the ground. You know, imagine Iowa State's D-line and, and just a couple of linebackers being able to swallow that up and and then the rest of the guys deploy to, to uh, defend the pass. In that scenario, you're going to get takeaways if you do what you do. And, uh, and I think, you know, Iowa State has the chance to uh, do that unless unless Baylor's able to pull a rabbit out of the hat in terms of their running. And if
1: they can't run the football, Ben, I think yeah, yeah, they get in the passing situations. They've given up quite a few sacks already this year, and I think that's something where right. Iowa State's been pretty good. And
0: Well, and sure. Iowa State – does run the ball well and and so you're talking about a team that stops the run well and also runs it well itself and I would say right now the only team in the big 12 averaging 200 plus yards rushing it's it's fun to be at the top of the league and rushing
2: yeah. <laughs> it sure is you know I mean I, I you know we love to run the football back in the day and you know when you're an offensive lineman and you're running the football it means you get to beat on somebody else when you're passing the football, you you you're just sitting back and, and waiting for them to do whatever it is they're gonna do and you gotta fend it off. I mean, you know, I called arena football games for years and you know, somebody asked me once, hey, would you would you wanna play O line in the arena football? I go, Are you kidding me? You know, you just get beaten on the whole day by that D-lineman pass rushing. When you when you run the football, you get a chance to assert yourself on the defense and the Iowa state offensive line has has really been good. You know, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be uh, really good you know, this week. Ben, you, when you were at Iowa State, and even maybe just a little bit before,
1: from '95 to 2000, you know, Iowa State had the leading rusher in the conference uh, five of those six years. <laughs> and while, I mean, that's one of the things that was kind of the foundation that Mac was able to build you know, right. and, and then led to a lot of other things, but that, it started with being able to run the football. I think what we have right now, yeah, 200 yards is great. But the balance in between pass and run is what I think really makes Iowa State dangerous right now and as they got got more wide receivers involved last week, a big breakout game from Sean I was Kind of waiting for it. And man, added weapon there and get Landon Akers back to go with with Xavier. Man, that that could be tough to stop. and see if they can keep putting it together and keep, you know, maybe eliminate a mistake here or there each week and, uh, and be peaking at the right time.
2: And Iowa State's had just enough quarterback run game in that period too, to, to throw the change up to teams, to, you know, hold that backside, make them defend uh, the alley and, and, you know, open up the RPO game and, you it just uh, Brock's been really good in those situations uh, this season. And, you know, that translates into fewer passing yards. But he, he, uh, he's really, really played well the last uh, uh, number of Authentic weeks.
0: Authentic Brand is more than just your source for official Cyclone gear. With an amazing team of designers, Authentic Brand can custom manufacture polo shirts, ca- jackets, caps, bags, and beyond for your team or small business. Check them out online at authenticbrand.com. Look authentic, feel authentic, be authentic. Uh, you touched on it, Eric, Sean Shaw with a breakout game, and Ben, you picked him as your breakthrough performer of the game. And, um, you know, maybe statistically, it, it wasn't some off the Sharks uh, breakout, but we saw it with our own two eyes. We saw him make catches that were big, and we saw him make big blocks and just play well and be involved in a lot and that's that's huge for this team going forward they need another receiver to kind of step up and we saw landon acres do it last week but if sean shaw can become a more consistent threat for iowa state it's really going to help this team
2: well and and, you know if you think about uh the position that he's playing out on the edge that's that's where you want him. you know and and landon acres playing in more of that slot or um m position and and you know, getting the chance to uh, get, the, get the ball in space and run with it on shorter throws where he's not contending up over the top of people. And he had a great game. Um, and so, Eric, I really appreciate it on the broadcast how you mentioned him alongside Sean in the uh, breakthrough uh, performer of the game because both those guys were outstanding on Saturday. And I think that bodes well for the, for the rest of the season. You know, you got that big target on the edge that can make teams defend you one-on-one down the sideline. And uh, you got somebody who can catch underneath and, and make people miss and be good in the screen game. Well, I think it's really
1: important <laughs> to have the guys on the edge be outstanding. You now, teams are trying to take away the tight ends for Iowa State, and, and I think the, the coverage has tended to be slanted a little bit toward that from some of the recent opponents, and it does open up opportunities for guys on the outside to make plays. Maybe it was just the way it looked, but to me, but Saturday after Sean caught a ball or two. There's an extra spring in his step about everything he did. And I yeah. think, man, uh, that's the kind of thing that I can translate going forward. This guy, okay, I'm really engaged now. You know, he did have a really good finish to, to his freshman year last year uh, at the end of the season. Uh, I think maybe we're starting to see the uh, the genesis of that again this year.
0: Today's Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Eric, you mentioned a guy, actually, you and Matt Campbell had a discussion in the post-game show about Mike Rose, and and Matt said, if there's a defensive player in America playing better than Mike Rose, I'd like to see him, and that's a big statement. And, uh, you you, you know, we see the statistical stuff. Mike is the team leader in tackles. He's the team leader in interceptions. He's doing a lot of great things statistically, but – He's involved in every play. And even if he's not the guy making the tackle, a lot of times you could give him an assist because he's out there just flying around. And I love the fact that he's a, a Butkus Award candidate at almost the exact same size that Dick Butkus used to run around at when he was considered just this enormous, huge <laughs> linebacker. Mike Rose is actually an inch taller and the same weight 6'4, 245. And he's flying around, and he's a legitimate Butkus Award candidate. Well, and leave it to a Chicago Bears fan to know the uh, all all,
1: all the exact stats. (laughs) Absolutely, but you know the thing, and I think that's one of the things about Iowa State's defense. They have a lot of guys out there uh, who are making plays, but and they're maybe not making the tackle. Uh, but they're blowing up the interference, you know, and Mike certainly done doing that. And he's been the benefit of the guys up front doing their job. But I, you talk about a guy that plays with passion and and plays full speed. And I think is considerably more comfortable at that strong side linebacker spot this year than he was a year ago. He played well last year, but I think he's taken it to a whole other level this year. Uh, I think he is one of the best linebackers that I've seen watching games all season long, whether it be on TV
2: or in person. But it's just super smart, right? He, he knows where the ball's going. He has a great sense of where the game uh, is, is headed, right? And based on formation and, and motion or personnel, you know, he just um, – I, I think uh, a lot of it is a credit to Mike, but I think a lot of it is also a credit to how he's coached. This Iowa State football team, we should just spend a second on the fact that these guys are really well coached and And it's not one position, it's every position. I mean, I think Eli Rashid, you show me a better defensive line coach in the country, right? I'm not sure there is one. And so I, I think a lot of this goes down to the fact that you know there's there's exceptional preparation that's taken place with these guys at this point in the season. I think that's a really good point. So.
0: And, and Eric, I'd like you to expand on that as well because I think we all see it. This is a very well prepared. Very well coached team. One of the things I talked to Matt about uh, yesterday is just, you know, just the concept of attitude and effort. I don't even know that he even has to bring up those words anymore. I think it's just so ingrained in the program. Now he said, Hey, you don't want to take anything for granted, but I, I just think they have laid a foundation here where they're able to advance things beyond the basics. And its culture but it, all that is a is a byproduct of just a tremendous coaching staff.
1: Well I think you know one of the things just to go back Matt's fifth year the stability within the coaching staff there's I, I'm sure they have conversations about what they want to do but there's never any dissent I'm sure. I mean they know who they are, they know who they want to become and and I think that helps and you mentioned uh, that Matt doesn't want to take anything for granted of course he doesn't but I think your point was you know you don't have to do it much uh, simply because they've created a player-driven leadership program and those players those leaders on that football team the seniors the upperclassmen man they're not going to put up with anything less than that and I think that really shows too
2: and it's a huge evolution from, from where it was. I mean, you, you know, I was at a uh, conditioning session right after Matt and, and T and the, and the crew took over and I, it was unbelievable. I mean, just there, there was there guys weren't willing to stand up to other guys who weren't getting it done yet. Um, and they paid the price by running more and doing more and, you know, just, just being, having to, um, you know, getting, getting killed in this workout and, and, that was one of the things that Mac did, right? If, if, if somebody wasn't doing what needed to be done, it, it had to be taken care of by uh, the players. If you had any pride about yourself and about your teammates, you know, you you had to take step in and carry, carry that load. And, you know, coaches shouldn't have to tell you that stuff. And I think that it's so cool to see five years later that uh, this is where we are. I mean, it it's uh, a marquee time in Iowa state history. And, and I think
1: These these upperclassmen in particular, I think they're hungry for so much more. And and I think that really shows, too. That's how you're going to have a great November, to never be satisfied and know there's a lot to play for and what you have to do to be successful in those situations.
0: On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when it's supported by Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. All right, guys. We buried the lead. The lead story is Iowa State is drop kicking. Uh, I mean, I mean, for the first time in probably eighty years in college football, a team is consistently drop kicking. Uh, now I don't know if it'll continue, but we saw Corey Dunn do it four or five times against Kansas. And I guess I, I love two things about it. Number one, sooner or later, they're going to force a turnover because it's going to bounce off somebody's shins and Iowa state's going to get, it. get it. But number two, <laughs> you're, you're taking away, you're reducing the risk of giving up kickoff returns for touchdowns when you're kicking it to the up men. What do you guys think of it? What do you make of the creativity to have Corey Dunn out there? drop kicking? Well, you know,
1: you have a problem. You got to figure out a way to come up with a solution. Eddie Ogamba, I thought was really doing a great job on the kickoffs. He's been hurt. Don't really have anybody else uh, who has that big leg, especially into the wind. I think we'll see Iowa State kick off normally with the wind in most uh, most cases. However, uh, those like we have a 20, 25 mile an hour wind Saturday kicking off into the wind uh, was which wasn't going to go very far. And <laughs> Corey Dunn, I don't know how much uh, you drop kick in rugby or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, he figured out a way to get to be productive you know, in doing so.
2: It's it's worth an extra point if you uh, if you drop kick a field goal. So, you know, don't think that that's not uh, floating around in, in Matt's head someplace, right? Uh, the, the, the four point play. I mean, it just hasn't been done. Are you um, serious? So, I yeah yeah we gotta yeah. We got to look that one up. <laughs> It is. It is. If you if you drop kick a field goal, it's worth four points. Now it's been a long time since I played, but yeah. Um, So so I mean, it's a. I think this is something. And you mentioned if you got a problem. I mean, if there's one piece of last week's game that we look at and like, man, that could cost you a championship. It's that special teams play of of the kickoff return, right? I mean, the whole momentum shifts and. And against a team like Kansas where you're so dominant in so many ways, it, it's a blink of an eye, right? But um, that's the kind of thing that, that you have to find a way around uh, and through in order to, to do what this group of seniors and, and upperclassmen and coaches want to do, which is win a title. I think Brunzey founded a uh, Arena Football League rule. is what? You know what? You might be right. I, I think that's um, pro- you're probably right. That's exactly what it is. It's a damn arena you never played- which, which You yeah, right. wearing a leather Thank helmet, you. did you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm
0: older than you. well. <laughs> no wonder nobody does it. Hey, that's not to say it's not a good rule. I, I like I like the thought of that four point play. Uh, that that might be you might be onto something. Yeah, too, too many years calling Barnstormer games. There it is. There it is, Billy the Barnstormer. Uh, <laughs> so, guys, let's hey, let's talk about this Big 12 race because it is fascinating having these meaningful games in November, not just for Iowa State, but there's six teams that can say they have a legitimate shot of getting to get to Dallas right now. We're playing our game this week. Kansas State is playing Oklahoma State this week in Manhattan. West Virginia is playing at Texas, and that West Virginia team, I think, is sneaky good and well coached, and and is going to make noise. I don't think they're going to get to Dallas, but I think they're going to have a heck of a say in who does. And man, this this month is just going to be unbelievable to follow in the Big Twelve Conference. And hopefully, and,
2: and the Oklahoma Sooners all of a sudden look like a different team, you know? Right, and, and they're hosting uh, Kansas, so yeah. Yes. So, so I mean, you'd like. You, probably not a lot changing in terms of OU and Iowa State's positions provided every, everything uh, goes according to plan this week. And, you know, then you've got those two other fascinating games. Iowa State playing OU in the championship game as a rematch uh, is probably not exactly the matchup the Cyclones want. But if you win out, it, it's all good, right? You're going to be in the game and, and you're going to play somebody you've already played. And it would be really interesting to see who that is. I think uh,
1: you look, Oklahoma's playing really well right now, you know, they have Oklahoma State yet coming up before too long. It will be, you know, not necessarily an elimination game. A lot depends on what happens, you know, Oklahoma State at K-State. I think the question for me is can K-State stay where they – the way they started? Losing the quarterback, Skyler Thompson is kind of one of those gamer guys, you know, and now Will Howard, people have film on him. true freshman. I mean, can they maintain that level? Uh, by doing the things they do, great special teams, really good defense, uh, being able to run the football. Will that be enough to carry them into contention at the end of the year? I, I think they're kind of an X factor right now. I, I've learned something over the years. Don't sell the Wildcats short, but I think they've got, they've got maybe a tougher road ahead.
0: Get ready for your tailgate with Authentic Brand. Proudly creating Cyclone gear, Authentic Brand makes all kinds of Cyclones apparel, From t-shirts to dress shirts, hats, bags, and more, you'll love the huge selection and all in cardinal and gold. Find it at local retailers or order online at AuthenticBrand.com. It's going to be a blast down the stretch and it's so much fun to have Iowa State right in the mix and you want meaningful games in November. We've had those with Matt Campbell because even if you're not in contention for the conference championship, you are in contention to increase your bowl position in the pecking order and I mean if Iowa State wins this Saturday guys it's going to lock up another winning record in conference play and those are wow. things that, yeah, those are things that you just can't wow. take for wow. granted you know no. and be uh, it would, I think be the f- 4 years in a row right four more years Amazing. four more Ooh. years we, we would we would take four more years of uh, of Iowa State with winning uh conference football records for sure
2: Yeah, for sure
0: Well, it's going to be a blast. We'll see you guys on Saturday night. All right. See you, John. Can't wait. Today's Sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn why Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are Iowa's clear first choice. Thanks for listening.